Hey everyone, welcome to Let's All Geek Out. We're your hosts, Julian, Chris, Kyle, and Mia. This week on Geek, we're talking RPGs and D&D with the guys from We Suck at D&D, so stick around. Hey everybody, welcome back to uh, Let's All Geek Out. This is episode 11. Chris, what, what have you been up to this week? All right, so yeah, actually, I have been playing a few games this week. So I just picked up Ghost Runner, which is the recently released cyberpunk ninja, ah, like parkour, everything kind of game. And <laughs> it is hard as shit. <laughs> I'm sticking with this. Ah, oh, we're not editing that part out because yeah. it's it is all the emotions. It's, it's excitement, it's frustration, and then it's back to instant excitement again. I saw the trailers for this game and it looks so, so fun too because I love like parkour style games like between this, Mirror's Edge, and Assassin's Creed. Like this looked like it was going to be right up my alley. But the part I did not realize is that it is a one hit instant death sort of game. And like I did not wrap my brain around that ahead of time. So it was a kind of a big shock to the system playing through it. But I'm really, really digging it. I love the soundtrack, the, the, st- the, the art style for it. Good. It's so good. Yeah. Um, the gameplay that I've seen is the that I sent you in that group chat the other day. Like that is some bumping fucking music, man. I would listen to that soundtrack all day. Same. Yeah. yeah no, it's very good. The music is really good, yo. But aside from Ghost Runner, because it is Halloween, I've been playing a lot of the spoopy games too. I've most recently been checking out Dark Pictures Little Hope. So if you ever played um, Madame Madonna, it's part of that same anthology series for it too. So. Yeah, I like apparently I've turned into a horror streamer because that just seems to be the only thing I've been playing this entire month. Like I was telling myself I was going to be playing like Star Wars and I was going to do a lot more variety stuff for too, but it really has just been nothing but horror games this entire time. Like Dead, we played Dead by Daylight, playing Pumpkin Jack uh, last Sunday too, and all the Dead Space and Phasmophobia shit too. Yeah, like this just seems to be a new thing for me now. Well, it's, it's a, the time of the month, right? It really fits with the vibe. And horror, playing horror games like that are, are pretty fun from time to time. I mean, next month you can pretty much go back to the regular stuff you're streaming anyways. I mean, there's no Thanksgiving-related uh, <laughs> games you'd be playing. You'd play maybe Cooking Mama or something like that. But <laughs> Oh, oh, that would be – no. no. Um, <laughs> yeah, but even like every year that I, I've – like this is now my third Halloween that I've been uh, actively streaming – and but I usually only do like one game. Like uh, the first year was Resident Evil. Then I did Devil May Cry for more like an action horror thing. And this year has just been like nothing but like the entire month has basically been dedicated to, to some sort of like darkness or horror kind of things. And it's kind of neat. Like it is getting me out of my comfort zone. And that's the one thing I will say about uh, streaming is that it, in order to kind of like I think keep your your audience engaged, like you know you don't want to play the exact same thing nonstop. There's some who do extremely well doing that, but I'm certainly not one of them. So. Like I do try to change up what I play on a regular basis, and it did get me to playing something really bizarre, like that indie game I was talking about, uh, Pumpkin Jack, which was super small developer, it takes four hours to beat, but it was really like fairly decent. It overall. looks fun. It, it was definitely one that I wanted to pick up, I just didn't get around to. And now that October is practically over, I'm kind of like, ah, am I gonna pick it up in November? I, I, don't, I don't know. Maybe it's kind of like if you're like that the guy who's really into Christmas in March. <laughs> <laughs> okay, it's my favorite time of year to celebrate. It kind of exactly. looks like uh, medieval. <laughs> it, it definitely has a medieval vibe. And the crazy part with the game is that they do so much copyright stuff that is like, I think because they're a small studio, they're going to get away with it. No one's going to really care. But the game does have like these segments where Jack can take his head off and you have like some sort of mini game for it. And there's one towards the end where you're matching uh, tombstones. So oh. like two tombstones of the same last names and they go away until you clear, clear the field. But they are making references to Lord of the Rings, to Archer, to um 
Actually, the, those are the two most uh, prominent ones. Like, there's South Park references in there, too. Like, so much so that you can clearly see, like, uh, some of the names are, like, Eric Cartman, Gandalf the White. <laughs> so cute. Uh, Krieger, or, like, Sterling Archer is like, oh, my God, how is nobody getting sued for this shit? <laughs> but again, like, small studio, like, the risk is so minimal, whatever. But it was like, I just remember playing that on stream going, like, this seems really bizarre. And the final level takes place in a Christmas land, too. And you're playing as a walking jack-o'-lantern. It's like, I think these guys owe Tim Burton, like, 60 bucks. <laughs> <laughs> they stole the, the uh, plot from his movie and just stick it in a game exactly but yeah overall though like it like i said it's it's been really fun like i am still trying to think of what i'm gonna be playing now for november uh because it's still gonna be a couple weeks until the playstation 5 comes out and uh, like i need to think of something that'll kind of tide me over uh for a bit so um yeah are you uh are you gonna stream miles morales whenever the playstation comes out Fuck yes, I am. All right, I won't watch you net during that time. <laughs> I'm waiting. <laughs> well, so. You're gonna have some time though, too, because I am picking up the deluxe edition of Spider-Man Miles Morales, which has come with the base game first, and I never actually finished the base Spider-Man game. So, like, yeah. So the first, uh, like probably about like week or so is going to be me just binging the living shit out of the base Spider-Man, and then we'll go get into the Miles Morales content. I will. That. I will watch that. You play that first one because I loved it, man. Especially, I, I want to see it all upscaled and 4k running at 60 frames a second and all that it's gonna be yeah. freaking awesome man yeah plus it's gonna be the, the new spider-man too like they they redid it to make him look uh way more like um current spidey i can't remember oh tom holland what the fuck is yeah tom holland yeah I was, I was thinking like nathan drake now too because that's his new thing <laughs> for some reason um yeah I, i'm hoping to pick that up uh, i'm gonna wait till i get the playstation 5 obviously to pick that up but uh reading into a bunch of stuff for target and all that Basically, the day that the PlayStation comes out, they're not going to uh, allow anybody to walk in. So you're going to have to order online as either a pickup in store or like a drive up pickup. So uh, I'm hoping to just stay up till midnight uh, on the 11th and uh, and try my hand at ordering online. If I can, I'll be happy. If not, I'll wait till January or so because <laughs> I'm not going to round one up. Well, I think there, there's also going to be this like period of time too where like I, I don't know like the full release schedule for the PlayStation 5. Like I, I do, of course, know like the launch titles and there's a couple of them I'm interested in. Like the Maz Morales one, of course, I, I'm interested in. And even like, I, I just, I love platformers. So like that little big planet, uh, Sackboy's Adventure, whatever the hell it is. Like that's usually like enough where I'm like, Okay, maybe I'll I'll give it a shot, but after that though, like I really can't think of anything else really huge coming out until Final Fantasy 16 gets released for this thing. Yes, it's not going to be much. I'm just looking forward to you know playing what I'm currently playing just at a higher resolution and frame rate. Uh, yeah. While we're on that topic of the Spider-Man, did you guys see that uh, Miles Morales outfit for or this the end of the Spidey verse? Uh, outfit for miles morales i did see that I, it's cool i've heard that it's a thing now yeah yeah it's awesome it has the uh the movements and everything on it are all glitchy kind of like the movie to kind of match with all that stuff it looks really cool that's awesome yeah yeah i, I still uh, like it's another reason why 2020 is just the year of just suck is i know like this has slowed down the re release of so many other movies coming out like dune's been delayed we missed out on uh the morbius film too like that, that's widow. probably getting pushed for forever <laughs> yeah black widow got delayed it's a meme at like, this point <laughs> yeah, like everything that was like even kind of cool is just been now pushed to 2021 or 2022. Ironically, in this time, someone was like very excited and actually made a horror based on the current lockdown. My cousin sent me the link and he's like, have a look at this. And I'm thinking like, this is so perfect because it's like strike while the iron's hot, you know, in the midst of fear and terror and everything, you know, to bring out this movie. I'm like, wow. I don't even know how they did that. But yeah, it's interesting how, you know, obviously the big budget movies like Dune and all of those things that um, 
you know, are not going to be released as they should have been. But then something like this comes along. And that is actually quite horrifying. <laughs> yeah. um, and I just uh, read earlier too, like Netflix is uh, trying to work with MGM to buy the, the rights to stream the new Bond film too, because again, it's everything got pushed back uh, farther oh, again wow. too. And yeah, at this point, it's just, it's ready. It's ready to be released. So they're just, they're hoping the theaters are going to open up too. But I know Regal Cinemas has already been shut down. I think AMC's in quite a bit of trouble too. Like it's, movie theaters are taking a huge, yeah. huge hit. So like, I'm curious to see how the movie spectrum is going to run. But my, I think my, my, my point are all those like, I know because of COVID and everything being slowed down too, like that's just pushing back the the start of into the Spider-Verse 2. And I just uh like I want more of that film. <laughs> but like a new skin for uh the Miles Morales game will that'll totally work. It's crazy. I never thought that GameStop would outlive uh movie theaters, but here we are. <laughs> How fucked up is that? Like I actually I went to a GameStop today that was right by my apartment just to be like, let's just see. And it is the most empty fucking store on the planet right now. Like I walked in, there was two clerks and one customer who's just bullshitting the whole time, which having worked there for so long, that is a very, very common thing where people will not, they don't go there to shop sometimes. They go there to hang out and they don't buy fuck all. Like you're just basically there just to burn electricity. (laughs) That's it. (laughs) But I walked in there. I just did this one big loop around and I just kind of saw like, I have all of this stuff and then just walked out and then came home and started buying stuff on the steam sale. (laughs) Oh, there you because go. Man. Little Nightmares is $4 and I don't have it, goddammit. <laughs> get it, get it. Actually, I have two items right now on my wish. Uh, I have Hellbound, which is like this like throwback to old 90s shooters, is on sale right now for $9. And uh, um, was it like A Walk in the Woods? Is the other thing the other one? Oh, uh, yeah. Like that's, 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 a, that's a charming one. I like that one. Yeah. So they have the uh, Night in the Woods. Yeah, yeah uh, I, I knew which one you were talking about. Yeah, uh, but they have that and the complete soundtrack uh, collection for twenty one dollars. Is like okay, yeah, that's cool. Am I gonna play either one of these games? Fuck no. I'm, I'll probably listen to the Night in the Woods soundtrack. But that's about it. But it's it's on sale, so yes. So yeah, that will always be the bane of my existence. Is my undeniable need to just buy everything that ever comes out on uh, on Steam sales. But yeah, that's been been me though for. Uh, for this week. Mia, what about you? Well, this week was quite eventful. Um, obviously, getting back into the groove of doing some some work stuff. And I actually started to think that I've started, you know, forgetting stuff or how stuff works. I mean, half my passwords I forgot um, for the different things that I need to use. <laughs> so I'm like, oh, goodness. Luckily, I have this big book where I write everything down, which is obviously not secure at all. But, I mean, who cares? You know? <laughs> so... <laughs> Did, a, did some work, um, felt really, you know, clever for like five minutes, which was fantastic. Um, also been watching a lot of paranormal stuff um, the last while, obviously being October and Halloween and all of that stuff. Um, it's lovely to see all these things come out. It's not movies or um, documentaries or necessarily anything like that. It's just basically paranormal, uh, you know, caught on tape and stuff like that. So been in been really enjoying watching that and um also one of my favorite youtube channels uh storied had an update on the where zombies come from so in popular culture where they come from um historically you know obviously with um voodoo and things like that haiti uh, but not i'll send you the link so you can have a look as well and they also made a little one hour special for Halloween on on zombies, but then how zombies progressed in in the movies from like the seventies, and how you have the slow moving zombies, and then you have the zombies from certain movies that are like 
super fast and you know just ravenous and crazy and then you have like the hive zombie and it was just so fun to watch all these things especially the fact that it's halloween but just you know seeing all these zombie things as well which was like a lot of fun and then basically the rest of the week had a full house so i've cooked every day which is uh it's it's fun i just don't know how people cook every day because, I mean, after a while, you just start, yeah. you know, just thinking like, you know, what what am I going to do with this potato? You know, it's like you run out of ideas. Fries. So, <laughs> been cooking a, a lot lately as well. So I think that every time I look at a potato. You're like, what am I going to do? <laughs> what am I going to do? <laughs> am I going to bake you? Am I going to turn you into fries? Am I going to mash you? <laughs> How can what one thing be so many things? You know, boil them, mash them, stick yeah. them in a stew. Yeah, uh, cube them up. Uh, so there is this taco truck, uh, kind of by my house a little bit. My buddy was telling me about it. They make tacos uh, and they deep fry. Yeah, they, <laughs> they deep fry them and they put mash. They put mashed potatoes inside of them. Oh wow! Uh, and then they deep fry it. And I was like, holy shit. That sounds, that <laughs> so sounds amazing. I just love the fact that you're like, no, there's a taco truck that my taco is like, you don't say. <laughs> <laughs> They're true to their name, they make tacos. <laughs> Imagine if they did just... <laughs> no, I know, right? Does the taco truck make sandwiches nearby me? <laughs> but yeah, anyways, that, uh, that taco truck makes these deep fried tacos with mashed potatoes inside of them. And I was like, man, that sounds so fucking good. Just like this crispy outer oh shell and God. the soft, like mashed potato on the inside. Like, oof. I'm going to try it, man. So you haven't had it yet. No, I went there. Your to- buddy just told you about it. Yeah. I went there today and I went like right when they opened and I don't think it was the same like people there, you know? And so I was like, can I get the, the taco with the potato inside of it? And they're like looking at me like, huh? And I'm like, my buddy told me that you sell it. Maybe it's a different location. And, then, and a guy's like, guy's like, uh, taco y papas? I'm like, yeah, that's what I said. Potato taco. I'm just saying it in English. <laughs> uh, and, and he's like, oh, no, we, we sell it at a, a, a different location. And so I, uh, they, I guess they sell it in their kiosk in the mall. So I'm going to have to go over there. <laughs> but when I get it, imagine if that's like code for something else. Like you go there and you ask for like tacos, it's like mashing it, and then they give you like, I don't Drugs. know, some. She, she looked at <laughs> me. She looked at me like I was crazy, you know, until he said it in Spanish, and then she's like, oh, "Okay, I know what you're talking about," and I'm like, "I said the same thing," <laughs> <laughs> but she didn't. <laughs> I was like, oh, whatever. <laughs> I'm like I'm the I'm the worst uh you know Mexican on the planet. I I just I can't speak a lick of Spanish at all. So they if people will talk to me like uh, you know out in random and stuff like that or like be at a liquor store and there'll be some translation uh miscommunication and they'll look at me to translate and I'm like mm, no, I, I don't know what's going on. I can attest you to look this. the part, but obviously. I just look at them and I'm like uh they look at me for help and I look at them for help. I'm like I don't know what you're saying either. <laughs> That's when you just start speaking like Russian or something and throw everyone off. <laughs> just act like I can't talk at all. <laughs> just start signing. I need to carry around a little notepad with me. Just, so when they start looking at me for help, I write down help. <laughs> <laughs> 
That's actually quite bad because I know what you mean, though. You know, when, when you look like a, a local somewhere and people just assume you're from there, but meanwhile, you're also a tourist or, you know. <laughs> I had it on a flight once. Uh, we were flying um, we, we were flying from Prague to Frankfurt. And we, obviously, it's a full plane, you know, it's like all different people and stuff like that. And the lady comes down with a little trolley and she spoke English to everyone um, up until when she came to me. And then she started speaking German. She looked at me and she spoke to me in German. And I'm like, uh, uh, guten Tag. Sprechen Sie something else? Oh, yes. Sprechen Sie Klingon? The only, only words that, like in German is that Achtung bitte, which is attention, please. And it's because they announce it every five minutes in the airport. Achtung, bitte. <laughs> you know? so, so it was just like funny when she started speaking. I, I could kind of understand what she was saying, but I didn't know how to respond to her. So I just sat there smiling. So I felt flattered that she thought I was, you know, German, but I was like, <laughs> what the hell? You know? at, so. at least at this point, I know I would be uh, at least get pointed in the right direction if I went to South Africa because they'd talk to me in, in Afrikaans and I would just be like, Bri? Yep. And that's it. Yes. Yeah. And they would point me to at least good yeah, food. Brian, while... yeah. <laughs> they would and water. And they would send me to a, a good a good place with food that I could at least figure out where the fuck I'm at. <laughs> yeah. mm -hmm. Imagine you just get off the plane and you just go over I mean I, bright, I, bright, I can bright. imagine like this whole thing. Yeah, exactly. Right? And then it's point you in the direction. <laughs> International that's <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> right. Just put on a bib, right? They just go like, I guess, but all right. You don't want to see the country? <laughs> nope. Just bright. <laughs> just bright. <laughs> hey, there's some spectacular views out there. I mean, you know, if you bribe with the right people, you could be having a, you know, <laughs> upper class experience. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like I would live like a king there. <laughs> you would. And that's why I keep telling people, like, especially my friends, like, um, with the euro and the dollar and the exchange rates being so um, strong against the rand, you know, I tell them, like, you will live, you will feast, you will, you know, you will be able to do absolutely everything and it would be, feel like you didn't spend any money. And, um, so, yeah, so I mean, now is the time for an African safari because I mean, everything will just be like cheap for you guys. We will, we will go there, me, Chris, and Kyle, and we will just rent a small town. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. I was saying um, because my sister, um, my birthday is on Tuesday, and my sister yeah, happy um, early birthday. was very. Well, you'll have to wish me happy birthday on my actual birthday as well. Yeah. <laughs> Early birthday. Well, yeah, we will, but <laughs> no way. Just, just in case I forget on Tuesday. I, you can't say we forgot then. Or you uh, like, yeah, the guys okay. the podcast and wish you happy birthday is like, ah, yeah. it's on tape. For when the podcast comes out, happy late birthday, because you'll hear this after. Exactly. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but... um. So my sisters gave me some um, money for my birthday because she normally buys me something weird and quirky. But obviously, 
you know, with everything locked down and, you know, it's just, it's just a little bit of a mess. And, and I was first, I said, no, don't give me anything. And she's like, no, 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 no. Then I can, at least if I see something, then I can, you know, buy it for myself. Um, so I, I said to a friend of mine, no, she gave me like this amount. And he's like, what is that? Like 10 euros. And I'm like, no, it's not 10 euros. <laughs> like people automatically think like, you know, obviously, you know, the currency is bad, but it wasn't that bad. So I, I just thought it was really funny. I'm like, no, correction. It's 27 euros, not 10. Getting <laughs> <laughs> right. But yeah, so that's basically me just trying to figure out what to cook and full house, watching all these wonderful paranormal things and, you know, watching streamers play spooky games and screaming, which is a lot of fun. And yep, then obviously me. trying to figure out what to do with a potato. So yeah, <laughs> Kyle, what have you been up to this week? Uh, you know, just a lot of work. I think I said it every week, but every week is a lot of work. Um next couple weeks or i have three weeks until i can say i didn't have anything to do because i have a vacation coming up so i'm really excited for that oh awesome um yeah i was originally going uh planning on taking it around cyberpunk's release uh -huh. yeah <laughs> so i wasn't the guy on twitter who asked if for sure that there was going to be no more delays because he was going to put in his uh, time off request, but I'm, I feel him. Uh, <laughs> Cause yeah, it's, it's a little disappointing. That's okay. But that just means, you know, cause I, I, I was, I, don't, I think we talked about it a couple of weeks ago and stuff in one of the episodes, but I was kind of picking between, um, you know, cyberpunk or, you know, the new Assassin's Creed games. So and I'm just going to pick up Assassin's Creed and uh, give that a shot. So it gets to take that spot. Maybe I'll play old Valhalla. Oh yeah. Yeah, no, I probably will. I'm gonna have two weeks off. So yeah. Uh, so yeah, it's. I mean, it's disappointing not to play Cyberpunk and everything like that. But at the same time, it's like I'm not surprised. I guess. So, so you're just gonna staycation <laughs> and play games. Yeah, that's kind of all. So like this time of year, for what I do for work, we're really slammed with a bunch of stuff. Mm. Um, everyone's trying to get like the you know these you know their assessments out of the way to meet compliance needs and stuff like that because they waited all year to, to finally get it done and you know last half of it um but yeah so two weeks off would be really nice right in the middle of busy season so oh yeah but i did play a little bit of animal crossing uh but kind of keeping up with that until pretty much up until uh tomorrow halloween because that's like the halloween event and everything there wasn't a whole lot of stuff that they added that you could really do for during the like the for this like last update that brought in that introduced the halloween event um except for like get some candies and find some recipes to build some stuff and i don't get super detailed into my towns i just like to kind of do some random chores <laughs> i guess i don't know so i just like would log in for about like 15 20 minutes then i put it down until the next day um but tomorrow is a halloween event so i'm pretty excited for that um i did play the age of calamity demo that's what it's called right yeah yeah Hyrule Warriors: age of calamity yep yeah so i played a little bit of that demo um it's a lot more fun than i thought it was going to be um yep. i played the first hyrule warriors and it was like eh, this is fine but it's you know one of those you know dynasty warrior type games it's like eh, can't get into it um i'm probably gonna bite this one and and uh and go ahead and get it pick it up because uh this just the the story like early on like just in this demo, like hooked me. So um, I want to, I want to know what happened before Breath of the Wild. <laughs> yeah, me too. And yeah. the 
the Sheikah Slate stuff is really cool too. It's interesting. Yeah, there is a there is an element to it that like part off. Wait, so did you play some uh, some of it? Mm-hmm. Oh, cool. Okay, awesome. Yeah. So so there's a part of it early on that was a little little weird to me, but at the same time, like this is Zelda. They've done this before um, for a particular thing traveling through a, a dimension, but uh, <laughs> without giving too much away for people who like maybe want to pick it up and don't want to have anything spoiled because i'm one of those guys i don't like knowing anything about anything ask julian yep. uh, <laughs> yeah but no yeah i'm uh, i'm pretty excited i think i think it'll be a lot of fun to play um story seems pretty cool i mean it's a you know tie into breath of the wild which is which i i don't know i, I absolutely adore it's definitely up there with one of my favorite games ever so um uh, yeah i can't think oh no i did play some fa- some more phasmophobia actually um they did a halloween update Ooh. so i don't know if you guys have played it in the last like, couple of days or anything but yeah no, so we'll, I was like, we'll be playing it tomorrow we'll see <laughs> oh cool yeah so yeah so there's a halloween update uh so it just like it kind of like spookifies the, the like the home base with some like jack lanterns and stuff nothing like super crazy um but they did roll out a, bu- a lot uh, a lot more updates into the game too so um nothing like groundbreaking like mechanic wise but it is a little bit it, there is a little bit uh more to it that, that's uh makes it a bit more fun can you be a uh, like a spectator on the people that are alive now? I don't think so. Uh, I died a couple times because uh, I couldn't keep quiet. <laughs> I was getting hunted by a ghost. <laughs> uh, I was playing with like a couple of different people, and I like to try to be funny and tell jokes. And I just, <laughs> I just laugh at my own jokes, and the ghost is like, "Shut the fuck up!" and kills me. <laughs> um, <laughs> not funny. Snap. And so, uh, so no, but yeah, when I died, I just walked around as a ghost still. Yeah. Uh, so there's that. <laughs> so I don't think you can like, you can, sure. You can spectate people all you want, but <laughs> it's going to cut, you know, require you to follow them around. That's annoying. Yeah. I hope they do something more with that because I think the game has a lot of potential and a lot of promise. It does. Yeah, yeah. It has some really cool stuff. I kind of wish there is more ways of using, utilizing some of the items other than just throwing them on the floor. Um, <laughs> Cause that's, that's what we were doing but that's but that's like the the most efficient way of playing the game and stuff is is everyone goes like they find the room where where it's haunted where which i guess and i don't know if they did it in this last update because it didn't seem didn't seem like it was or if it's a fall, like, upcoming one um but the ghost will be in different rooms so it won't just be haunting like the bathroom or the bedroom or something it'll be kind of throughout the house which is which is really cool um but yeah so w- what we were doing though is the four of us would just bum rush the the haunted place <laughs> and find the room with any amount of activity and then we just litter the floor with everything crucifixes <laughs> books evp uh yeah emf detector uh motion sensors and then we just sit there and just like say its name over and over and ask stupid questions until it got pissed off enough to like come at us and then we take pictures and we'd have all of our all of our evidence be like cool it's a phantom bye and then we leave we'd be done with shit and like 15 20 minutes so i hope that they add some more to that because yeah we will not be playing like that on stream <laughs> no i also think it, i think it would be a fun game to like role play as if you were actual like paranormal investigators so like maybe like one person will go into a room by themselves with like the, the the voice box and turn the lights off and they'll have like the uh, you know night vision camera set up in the corner and, and try to you know kind of like role play it a bit mm. like you'd see on tv i think that'd be a really fun way of playing that we should uh, uh, we, we should all grab names of uh paranormal hunters off of youtube <laughs> <laughs> and just, just role play it. 
Becca, uh, this is Huff Paranormal here. I'm in the basement, and <laughs> it's getting real dark in here. Let's, let's see what I would happens. so fuck that up because I wouldn't do any research on this person at all. So I'd like naturally just do like an accent that is way off base for them. <laughs> Get like really on the edge of offensive on it too. So, uh, Huff, uh, Huff Paranormal is like the only one I know off the top of my head because he makes those like spirit boxes. Or I don't know if you guys have ever seen that, but it's like a, essentially just like a box that has a, a radio in it, right? And the ghosts oh, yeah. uh, quote unquote manipulate the the EVPs to speak through the boxes and stuff. Uh, I think oh, there's right. like a similar thing in Phasmophobia that you can you can use. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. But he's like that, that. That's like his niche is making those boxes and driving around to like cemeteries and shit like that and. and them talking through it you sent me a video of was it was i forget i forget the the guy's youtube channel and stuff but he did like he was reacting to a ghost hunter oh in, like in the middle east yeah the some ordinary gamers looking at those Arab yeah. ghost hunters yeah <laughs> we have ha- we have to find that dude's name because i i ended up like watching some more of that guy not like not the youtubers videos but the ghost <laughs> hunters videos and they're fucking crazy not saying that like it's not real or it is real or anything like that. But like just the way this guy reacts to these like potentially scary situations is awesome because he's visibly shaken and scared. But instead of like screaming and running away, he just starts screaming about God and charges into these rooms. Like he's going to kick some poltergeist ass or something. And uh, it's, but it's awesome. Um, I think it's, what was the, what was the language? It was like Farsi or Arabic or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, it's Arabic. Yeah. Okay. That's what. It was. Yeah. It was something like that. That's that was that was a fun ghost hunter. That was a really cool video. <laughs> um, hoping to watch the Mandalorian this weekend. Um, which I'm not going to get into it, Chris. I really suggest you finish Rebels. But that's you know it. It will give the Mandalorian a lot more context. Yeah, I know. I'm still working through Star Wars: The Clone Wars right now too, because one of my that's coworkers good, yeah. told me watch Clone Wars first, finish through all that, and I'm I'm almost done with. Uh, season five and then he's uh so cool. i finished season six then i can get back to rebels and then watch season seven and then i can finally say i'm done cool yeah no it's uh that that i mean that's a, that's a great order and stuff like that um are you so when it comes to clone wars are you just watching that like sequentially like as the episodes are are listed like as they came out mm-hmm. oh, okay because i so I, I looked up online because I didn't watch it as it released or anything. Um, but when I did start watching it, I realized that like the episodes were like, they weren't necessarily in the, in the same oh. timeline and stuff. So they'd like go in the future, they go in the past. And it's really weird. It's not like it's time travel or anything. It's just the way the episodes order like is, and it's really weird. So I ended up watching, like I ended up looking up like a watch order of how to like watch them to be in the most like perfect, like timeline accurate approach or something like that. Um, I don't think it would. I don't think it made a difference. <laughs> <laughs> but, but yeah, I was, I was curious, like how you're watching it, because some some other people prefer the, the other ones. I I don't think it it, it changes anything. But no, I I think the the whole idea with the Clone Wars, I, I struggle with this a lot with prequel kind of stuff in general because it's like, well, what's the point? Because we already know the ending. Like, does this really add anything more to the story or not for it? Mm-hmm. And I've had that mentality for a very, very long time. And I say that now saying that Rogue One is my favorite Star Wars film, which in and of itself is a prequel that it answers a question that I know was definitely asked about the Death Star, but does it really need to be its own full length film? But then, of course, I love the film anyway, so who cares? Right. But I think with the Clone Wars itself, like, I think it's to me, it's it's a good show to watch while you're doing something else in the background where you're like, but not enough where it's like you're not completely ignoring it. Like, mm-hmm. it's not like white noise. Mm-hmm. Um, because again, like, even if you miss like a, 
like a couple of like the the major arcs you don't really miss out a whole lot on the grand scheme of everything because it's just more it's more like okay now you see anakin now challenging the jedi order a, a bit more now or you know you see maybe hints <laughs> of vader so it doesn't really add significant stuff to it but there definitely is the overarching plot does add up quite a bit more though and it does save the prequels from being absolutely garbage right yeah rogue one is also like my favorite like star wars movie and everything because i think because that's speaking of like stories that add or like make the you know like you said like we already know how everything is going to happen in all these films and stuff like that um or all these all the older films anyways um but like i love rogue one because it actually did like change for me anyways like a new hope like entirely especially the way that movie like kicks off and everything and oh my gosh i love it um yeah i like rogue one and and like the mandalorian and stuff like that just going off of uh you know the jedi stuff <laughs> like the main the main conflict of star wars right that whole little jedi and sith stuff it's just here's here's the other people in the galaxy you know what i mean it, i feel like they have a lot more creative freedom with it yeah, I love that. I love that that's not it's not super mystical and like the force and heavy and any of that like space magic and stuff. I love seeing it from just the like, hey, here's the Empire. Here's the rebels like he- here's the smugglers in between, <laughs> you know, like I-, I love seeing that world, that part of the world. Yeah, like in, in the Mandalorian, you know what I mean? He's just a badass. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, I think to that point, too, like it, it's not b- bound by anything other than just the timeline. Like it doesn't have to, he does not have to run into, into Vader. He doesn't have to run into anybody like, you know, like actually walks by like Ray or something like that. It doesn't have to do any of that. Mm-hmm. It can just be its own stories. And that works. And and again, because of like they're, they had to do like the retcons for all the old books and stuff too. Like they can now start to play with stuff a lot more too, which is really, really exciting. There's some interesting things that come out of uh, season two. So I, I look nice. forward to what you guys watching it, and then we can talk about it a little bit next week. Cool. Yeah, yeah I'll watch it tomorrow morning. And we'll, we'll say for Rogue One too. The one thing, uh, the other big thing I, I really liked about it too, it made Darth Vader such an absolute badass and terror. It's the first time where I've seen Vader where he was genuinely a terrifying character. Yeah. Like I've I've seen the uh, the intro of Rebel season two where it's like okay, you can see where he has that presence about him, and where you can see he's being more tactical. Hmm. But Rogue One, he's terrifying. Like you see, it plays out like a, it's shot like a horror film. <laughs> oh yeah, uh, no, for a segment, it truly is. And like I remember, so that was the best surprise for yes. me when I went and saw it in film. Uh, so I, I I read I read Catac- I think I think it's Catalyst is, is the prequel book. I read that, and then like two days later, I went and saw Rogue One. I was like, oh my gosh, this is so great! Like I love this movie and I love everything about this. And I just kept thinking, like, are we gonna see Vader? You know, are we? And then as soon as it got dark in that hallway before the like the, the lightsaber and everything, I'm like, oh, this is it. It's happening. Yeah. Like we're gonna see we're gonna see like him doing some cool shit and stuff. And, yep. and, and it did not disappoint at all. No. Like he was in it and stuff, but I was like, are we gonna see him like kick ass and stuff? Like they're kind of yeah. then like tease it like it was gonna happen or not. You just kind of but then oh my god when it did happen. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Be careful not to choke on your aspirations. Yeah sorry I'm getting <laughs> a, I'm getting a woody right now. Yeah. <laughs> But the crazy part, though, is you see Vader, like, when he's walking down that hallway, you see the lightsaber, and he's just going at full speed and full just straight-up murder. But then also knowing, like, in the timeline of the film, like, this takes place, like, an hour and a half before A New Hope starts. Oh, yeah. And then you see the fight between him and Ben Kenobi, where it's just, it's legit two old men fighting. Yeah. (laughs) And And it's it's like... like and you know why Vader is pissed, and he knows, yeah. like he knows that 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 guard that he picked up was lying and shit like yeah. that. Like, bitch, we just saw you take off. Like, yeah, sorry, yeah. a lot more Star Wars. It's really easy to get lost lost in that, you know, 
Rogue One, awesome. Mandalorian, awesome. (laughs) We'll watch tomorrow. Great. I feel like watching Rogue One again. Like, I remember that scene, dude, just being stoked. And I'm not even like a big Star Wars person, but I was like, that's fucking awesome. (laughs) Really quick. And it is is about Star Wars. And I'm so sorry, Julian. Um, (laughs) But, um, I don't know, Chris, if you've read any of like the the like uh, the Marvels ta- uh, Marvels run on like Star Wars or anything. Some of it, yeah. So there is a really great um, little mini arc that crosses over between um, the Darth Vader, the first Darth Vader series that Marvel did, um, and the first Star Wars series that they did. Uh, that they Vader started. down, yeah, Vader down. Yes, yes, you knew yeah. exactly what I was going. Yeah. So there is a fucking awesome like panel where or it's like it's a full spread and everything like that and vader is surrounded by a lot of rebels and just the dialogue he has is 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 so frightening and i love it it's that that's such a good yeah well-written uh well-written arc Um, so fun fact that's where i stopped reading is right at the start of vader down oh really oh god yeah okay yeah so i'm glad i didn't go into too much detail because i definitely think you should pick it up and read that because you'd be like holy shit (laughs) even for like vader that would have been a bad spoiler yeah no i know i and that's i and i wasn't sure like other people listening so i just i there's this there's a really cool scene uh and 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 panel and i'm not gonna um we know he doesn't die (laughs) okay sorry spoiler alerts (laughs) but uh but yeah so I'll stop talking about uh, Star Wars. Julian, back to you. Uh, end of the month update. I am uh, two and a half miles away from my 100-mile goal. I was going to do it today, but kind of ran out of time. So tomorrow morning is the day that I will hit the 100-mile awesome. mark. So I fucking did it. <laughs> I'm going to make it like 2.45 and just break my fucking ankle. <laughs> I go, Whoops. I'll be on here next week and I'll be like, so yeah, I didn't do it. <laughs> Stumbled at the finish line. Funny story. I tripped over the sprinkler. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, I, I'm there. You know what I mean? I'm stoked. I didn't do yeah, it. Yeah, props for getting this far, man. Well that's, that's great. Yeah. Yeah. It's shaved a lot of time off of my mile and my uh, like hiking, like an elevated uh, hiking to elevation and stuff like that. I shaved a lot of time off of that. So. Uh, I'm definitely going to keep doing it going into November and December. Maybe not so hard. <laughs> Give myself some rest days, but uh, I don't know, man. You 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 pretty much hit a hundred miles. Like you're so. I mean, this is your new this is your new low. This is your starting point, man. Yep. <laughs> Better to set a goal for two hundred <laughs> next month, right? <laughs> yep. All right, everybody heard it here. Verbal yep. contract is binding. Yep. Two hundred miles, and just month. like that, Terry, delete the last thirty seconds. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, but yes, so got that pretty stoked on that. Aside from that, um, I have been, you know, watching the spooky stuff again, uh, going down the rabbit hole of like a Mr. I don't know if you guys ever heard like this YouTube video, uh, guy, Mr. Ballin. He just pretty much reads, uh, horror stories that are like true stories. Um, been watching some, some nightmare expo stuff. Uh, and then today I know some of these people might've come across from, uh from the untold hour bizarre state stuff uh andrew bowser who's one of the co-hosts on there uh he runs a youtube channel called bowser vids and he releases a lot of short films that are horror based and the last three days he's been releasing what he called the trilogy so just horror short films that he's been working on and stuff like oh, that wow. I'll check uh, it out. and they're super super good so i recommend at least at least you guys check them out yeah yeah no that sounds cool i'm, I'm into it yeah yeah, the, my my favorite of the ones he came out with um, 
was a little willy. He'd been working on that and like talking about it for the last six months or so. And it finally like released on the YouTube today. Uh, I actually watched it during the premiere. So it was awesome. <laughs> That's good. Talking in the chat and everything is weird. I never watched a premiere on YouTube before, but it was interesting. But yeah, I just been, uh, just kind of hanging out and, uh, playing some more horror stuff, playing, uh, you know, the call of duty for a couple hours, realized I fucking suck ass at that shit. I should have never stopped. <laughs> <laughs> just fucking horrible, man. Uh, I am definitely not at the level of the 13 year old kids. <laughs> yeah. Hey dude, if you want to, if you want to put some time, let me know. I mean, I get time in the evening is the only time really, you know, but I don't know if that's like a busy time for you, but Hey man, if you want to play, I mean, I'm yeah, down. usually about after eight o'clock, I should be free. Cool, okay. uh, yeah, yeah. This when we put our uh, our older uh, daughter down, and then after that, the baby just kind of sits there and she'll watch. You know Aww. what I mean? <laughs> just baby stuff, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. She just stare off until until it's time to put her to sleep. Just um, have her watch all the violence, desensitize her early. <laughs> but I've been uh, <laughs> I've been I've been playing some some games left and right, and then uh, you know, like we mentioned last week, we've been kind of doing this weekly streaming stuff. I didn't get to stream this week with these guys, but. Uh, I watched him play Dead by Daylight, and that is it's an interesting game. But um, it just kind of throws me off that the only objective as a survivor is to turn on the generators. <laughs> like, yeah. uh, it, it, yeah. if, you think, if you think about like in the horror escape, like what the fuck good is that going to do? <laughs> yeah, it opens the door to get you out. Yeah, but you need you five of watch. them. <laughs> you guys should watch like uh like high level gameplay like so like the ranking system like you know starts at 20 and then goes down to one like rank one killers and survivors the game is a lot different like yeah you have the really basic like objective of like oh turn on the generators kill the survivors and everything but like when you're watching like high level people play that it's the game looks completely different um really yeah no it's it's, it's interesting so my wife is really good at it and uh it's like i watch her play and stuff we'll, we'll, we'll watch you know, like high level you know dead by daylight players and stuff and and just the stuff that they're doing and the amount of like bullying that they do to the killer is hilarious sometimes because i guess when you're like i don't know like i guess when you're playing at that high level like the survivors are more overpowered than killers are um and yeah, it, it gets it gets pretty silly, but definitely worth a watch. Can you go on the offense as the fucking survivors? No, you can. You, there's like abilities that you can kind of do. Like one of the characters, one of the survivors has, uh, I think it's called like coming out or something like that. It's just, it's one of their perks. Um, but if she's in a locker for like five seconds or something like that, um, she can jump, spring out of the locker, and if the killer's in front of them, then it'll stun them. Uh, oh. so and like and when they, when you stun a killer, like they can drop a survivor too. So it's, it can, it's really helpful in a bunch of situations. What they do usually though, is they'll, all of them will get flashlights and they'll just blind the killer like over and over and over again. I'll send you a video and it's, they're some of these, some of the, it's fucking funny. Um, but it's, it's definitely bullying. Uh, yeah, that's what it was. <laughs> Cyberbullying. So, yeah, so you can go on the offensive, but, I mean, it's it's limited in how you can do it. You're so. just being offensive. <laughs> yeah, you're just being a dick. <laughs> that's so weird to see, like, the like the, like the the giant monster going, like, guys, cut it out. I'm trying to kill you. You're not oh, making it fun. Just, yeah, there's videos of, like, survivors bullying killers until the killer disconnects from the game. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah, it is. It's, like, so fucked up. <laughs> Yeah, but, yeah. 
<laughs> I'll find videos. So. Yeah, send them over that way. I'm curious to see that shit. But yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, I played the tutorial before we started recording this because I didn't get to hop on on Wednesday. And, and I was like, this is it, really? Just <laughs> I can just fix the generator, huh? You know what I mean? Yeah. But apparently there is way more to it than that. Um, yeah, yeah, but aside from that, I've just been getting ready for our stream tomorrow, you know, trying to fill myself up on uh, phasmophobia and uh, and getting ready for that. I know, like I said, Terry is streaming tomorrow as well. And he, I think they're going to play something else though, but I talked to him about maybe merging the parties at some point And maybe we, uh, after we play phasmophobia for a while, we can uh, switch over to some among us or something. You know what I mean? Something where we can have a, a bigger party if you guys were interested. Yeah. Always interested in Among Us. It'll be my first time playing it. Mine too, but I watch a lot of videos, so I'm pretty much an expert. <laughs> I'm a YouTube expert. Yeah. <laughs> I just know sus and electrical, but that's all I need to know. <laughs> sus, goddamn. Yep, yep, yep. But no, it's been a, bit, been a pretty quiet week, you know what I mean? And, and, and getting ready for the holiday and stuff like that too. Uh, tomorrow we're probably going to watch some uh, some horror movies, quote unquote. Uh, we got porn. <laughs> yes, <laughs> Debbie, does, <laughs> Debbie does Dallas Halloween edition. <laughs> yeah. I don't know why you had to quote unquote horror. <laughs> my my wife isn't a big like uh, horror person. <laughs> that too, but she's not a big uh, uh, horror person. So uh, gotcha. yeah, so I, I got a lot like light heart horror stuff. So. So watching um, Hubie Shaun Halloween again, then, huh? Hubie, Hubie Halloween, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> We've done uh, enough of that. <laughs> yeah. Can we go one goddamn week? Oh, just you wait, <laughs> listeners. Oh, here we go. Hubie Thanksgiving, motherfucker. That's coming out next week. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so we'll buy some horror, horror stuff, and then uh, we'll have some pizza, and we we'll buy like a frozen yogurt cake and stuff like that. Just kind of hang out at the house and oh, get, yum, get, ready, get ready for the uh, the... Dia de los Muertos stuff. Uh, for the people that don't know what that is, it's essentially like the Mexican uh, holiday where you basically honor the spirits of the people that passed away. Uh, my wife's family does the altars and stuff like that. And they do like the ofrendas, uh, and we all get together and just kind of have some food and stuff like that. So we're so doing more Mexican. So basically, what was that? Oh, sorry. I was just saying, yeah. <laughs> you're more Mexican than you give yourself credit for. Yeah. I, I do enjoy enchiladas. Yes, thank you. <laughs> uh, well, yes, it's, that's all. Her. So it's like it's like uh, Disney's uh, Coco. Yeah, it's like Coco. Yeah, that's what the that's what that's based off of. Um, I I got such an insights into um, culture and stuff like that from that movie. I thought it was so adorable. So I mean, you know, hearing that people still do that, I think, you know, and and and, and seeing the movie and understanding why they do it, it was just kind of sweet. So, you know, who knew it can be sweet and educational. So we're doing the <laughs> um like a like a bigger family one on Sunday, which isn't the actual day. Uh Monday's the day, the actual uh, Dia de los Muertos. And so Monday we're having like a little altar put up at our house and then we're just kind of having food for, you know, the people that passed away, like their favorite foods and stuff like that. Uh, it's, it, yeah, so it'll be nice. Well, it's crazy. Like I've never 
partook in any of this stuff prior to being with my wife. And the first year that we put up the altar and stuff like that, we were like staring at it. We're like, oh, that's neat. You know what I mean? Like, this this is a nice thing to do. <laughs> and then the fucking door in the other side of the house started creaking. <laughs> like, within, mm-hmm. a, within a couple of minutes. And I was like, oh, shit. Okay. <laughs> Whoever that is, go back. <laughs> like, it's all from a beer, man. Yeah. Hey, let's crack one open <laughs> for the so homies. Ironic. You're probably thirsty. Here you go. <laughs> <laughs> I just think it's so ironic because you put that there for them to come and enjoy, and then you get the fright of your life when they actually come. I mean, <laughs> well, she's, yeah, it's she, fucked up, man. <laughs> it's, it's like you you send a party invite to somebody, you don't expect them to actually show up, and then when they do, you're like, well, what are you doing here? <laughs> <laughs> Right. Well, I was wrong about way. so many other things now. <laughs> uh, but yeah, the, so I'm I'm curious to see. We, we did the altar that year, and then last year we did it like at a big festival they have here. Um, and so this will be the second year that we have it at home. So I'm curious as to like how that's going to, you know, if we're going to have something like that, <laughs> something else like that. But we'll see. So anyways, yeah, that's what I've been up to. So um, now on the podcast, we're going to do something completely different. Uh, Kyle, Chris, and I were lucky enough to sit down and chat with the guys from We Suck at D&D. So uh, without further ado, the rest of the podcast will be our interview here. So yeah, we decided to uh, try something a little bit different. These guys uh, run a podcast called uh, We Suck at D&D. Uh, you can find it on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, uh, Anchor. Where, where else can we find you guys? Uh, Spotify, uh, Breaker. What are the other ones, Kirk? Uh, Stitcher. We're on Stitcher as well, and basically everywhere at this point. Wherever you listen to your podcast, we'll be there. Yeah. If we're not, just yell at us, and I'll find a new spot to put it. <laughs> we also have a uh, YouTube page, but it is way like I, I intentionally keep it behind, way behind the audio version because we want to push the audio version more. Oh yeah, that's definitely a, a good way to do it. We've talked about uh, uh, making the YouTube channel for the podcast as well, kind of mixing our Twitch streams as well as like uh, the audio versions of the podcast, but. Uh, yeah. We just haven't went and made it yet. We're, we're yeah. still trying to work through the social media aspect, which you guys know is a pain in the ass. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And oh, Kirk, yeah. Kirk takes care of most of that. I do a little bit of the Facebook stuff but and a li- little tiny bit of the Twitter stuff, but most of it is Kirk. Yeah. Twitter's that- a monster, but I love it. It's, yeah. <laughs> it's a lot, man. It's like ugh, I spend hours a day sometimes, especially on Fridays. It's like a big social media thing for the D&D scene, uh, yeah. like some follow Friday thing. It's madness. Today's was fun. I enjoyed making that little quote oh, video. Oh, yeah, doing the little video <laughs> quotes. That was awesome. <laughs> you guys have some like great content on your social media, though. I, <laughs> I pretty much died watching that uh, that video of you guys doing the Full House intro. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> I'll, have to, I'll have to send you the uh, – we did like a, a remake your favorite quotes thing today, and I know you're on Twitter, so I'll have to, I'll have to send it to you uh, on like Instagram so you can check that out. Yeah, no, it definitely will, man. <laughs> I love it. Like going through the whole process of like the, the Instagram and all that. Like it's it's whatever little fun there is for social media at this point has been sucked out, man. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> like I get it's on like Instagram and I'm like, what time is it? Okay, it's the golden hour for hashtags. <laughs> Let me try to come up with something clever. <laughs> I'm so glad I haven't gotten tired of editing. Like, it's, I'm glad that I've I've already been doing it for so many years. I think I'm used to the monotony of it, and I, I actually like it. So. Yeah, man, you and uh, you and Terry get along great. Then he seems to <laughs> <laughs> enjoy it a lot right now. Uh, one of the things, like I said, we're trying to do lately is 
do the uh, Twitch streams mm-hmm. uh, and want to put those up on YouTube, but then like editing that stuff together is. Ugh. Yeah. Yeah. See, we, we, we record video whenever we record our audio and it actually helps me with uh, synchronization of the audio. So I, the video is there all, it's been there since the first episode, but um, I usually cut it out for the podcast, the audio version. Um, but then I started putting them on YouTube. Like I think the YouTube page is up to episode eight and our podcast audio version is up to episode. We just did seven. We just recorded 17. So it's way behind. Ooh, man. You guys are burning through them, huh? <laughs> yeah. That's fun, yeah. man. Once you get the rhythm going. Yeah, we're starting to record like double episodes too. So we'll do two sessions in, in one sitting. And that Oof. way we're going to start like building up a little backlog. In the beginning, yeah. we were just doing like one at a time and didn't have like a safety net, you know, if someone wanted to take some time off. Oh, yeah. Yep. Yeah. But that's only partially. That's that's partially true. We actually did record. Yeah. With six <laughs> episodes or something six, like that yeah. before we ever posted anything and with the plan of having a backlog. And then we started we posted the first episode and realized, oh, crap, we want to make announcements, but we're six episodes behind. So let's just dump them all out there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so we, we dumped like six episodes in one sitting. And I guess it's like beneficial for your show for people to have something like initially binge into, you know, to kind of get uh, hooked into your show. So that's why we, we, we dumped like six episodes so people could kind of get a foothold on it. Yeah, with ours, we kind of like uh, I, I pretty much just messaged Chris <laughs> and was like, hey, man, you want to do a podcast? <laughs> that was it. Yeah, I was like, yeah. OK, those extended. He's like, oh, yeah, I've done one before. And I said, cool, let's uh, let's let's get together. We've got two more people together. And like a week later, we were recording. And I mean, we were just kind of off the rocker at that point. Right. Everyone's kind of getting their feet wet. Uh, we went through a gamut of, you know, somebody leaving and just all the mess of, uh, of the growing pains of the podcast. But I think now we have a pretty good rhythm going into uh, tonight's episode. Yeah, it's always it, it's always hard at first, um, when especially if you're not used to like recording with people or being creative with people to get into a rhythm with those people, like to build that kind of uh, a relationship. It's it's awkward at first and then it gets better over time. Oh, and yeah. That's what the alcohol was for, for me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I didn't the know two of the people initially right? jumping into it, so I was like, uh, yeah. I, "I met, I met, uh, well, one of them I knew briefly, Austin, who plays mm-hmm. Cal on the show, but Naomi, who plays Sandra, it was my first time meeting when we recorded our first session in person. I was like, uh. <laughs> yeah, right, it, yeah, it, <laughs> the, the number of times we've encountered people and then just had, even to this day, we have the world's most awkward conversations with those NPCs, so that's <laughs> <laughs> terrible. Like, it could be a regular thing, like. Kirk could be like, all you have to do is ask these guys for bread and we'll somehow we'll walk up and like, it'll, it'll be the worst, the worst thing. <laughs> they will find a way to fuck it up. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I've been there. <laughs> I'm thinking of all these terrible experiences that should have been very, very easy situations that just got completely out of hand. <laughs> yep. <laughs> it's the nature. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So what, uh, what made you guys start your podcast in the first place? Um, well, for a, a few different reasons I'll, I'll do one and then kurt can do one and then i'll come back um i uh for me the the first thing that made me want to do a uh D podcast specifically was listening to um adventure zone i binged it i loved it i was way into it and i had at that time really never played D. so i was like man that sounds like so much fun to just be creative and uh, act out these characters and be in these silly situations. So I, I really wanted to give it a try. And that was like the primary reason for me. Uh, Chris stole my answer. Uh, I also <laughs> like probably every fucking other person likes Adventure Zone. Uh, I, I think the podcast was initially his idea. 
and he kind of roped me into doing it. And I was like, you know what? I've never played D&D, never done it before. I'll just start DMing. And <laughs> that's the show was born. So, yeah, um, we we tried to do it once a long time ago when I initially brought it up to Kirk. And he was like, yeah, it's a good idea. And I think at that point you started listening to Adventures on Ride or were you already listening to it? I was already listening. Yeah, I, okay, I've, been, so. I've been I've probably burned through their their first uh, campaign like two or three times now. OK, it's, it's just it's yeah, it's super good. So we, we started, we tried to do it. Um, our cast choices didn't work out the first time around and it was becoming very difficult. And that was before COVID. So um, we shut it down, which brings us to my third uh, or my, I don't know, second or third reason, COVID <laughs> <laughs> had nothing going on. And I remember Kirk and I were talking like, we should just try this again. And like, we know where we failed last time. We can probably do it better this time. Yeah. And we were slightly better. <laughs> this time around than the first time. Well, I mean, so. even for was that you guys' first uh, time actually playing in your first episode? Or uh, have you done like uh, practice rounds before that? Well, we had like the the previous attempt at trying to run a show. Um, yeah. We had like audio issues and mic problem. Like we weren't like ready to go. We were trying to jump into it a little too soon. So we'd played like three or four games. Something like I think that. prior. Yeah, uh, oh, and then we okay. scrapped everything. And started all the way back from the beginning with this one. So, I mean, we're pretty fresh, you know? Yeah. I've only played uh, one time actually in my life. Like when I was uh, you know, 14 or so, uh, me and one of my buddies, we had talked about it. We're like, you know, let's, let's play some D&D. Like it'd be a good time. Uh, you know, I went across and had a character. She made my name, which was my uh, gamer tag for a while, the Artonis X. And then uh, we never ended up playing, you know, it's high school. So we ended up getting sidetracked with something else. Girls, yeah. you know, music mm-hmm. what else came up. <laughs> and then uh, maybe two or three years ago, uh, one of my coworkers coincidentally played and he had a campaign going. And so I went to his house and made the character sheet and, and played one game and really just drank a lot of beer. <laughs> <laughs> And it was it was a it was a good time, man. Like I enjoyed it, and you can kind of tell, like especially the more recent, like you touch base on the COVID stuff, is you know D and D as a whole is really just like surging in, in popularity, even more so now with this COVID than uh, previously. But like with the uh, Stranger Things coming out, yeah, uh, yeah. and all the all the games kind of based more around this stuff. Like Chris was playing uh, Baldur's Gate a week or so ago, you know, and mm-hmm. I mean that's really D and D based. Yeah. Uh, with all that stuff, I mean, it's more mainstream now, right? So you find a lot yeah. more people that are interested in it. Obviously, you guys have a big following on Twitter, so there's definitely an ecosystem for it. Right, and not to mention, you know, um, podcasts, how how popular those have gotten in the last, I don't know, five-ish years. Mm-hmm. They've, they've really exploded, and I think with that new medium, people like to listen to, like, funny storytelling podcasts, and D&D is a great mechanic for it. Oh, definitely, man. That's some of my favorite uh, podcasts is the really, really good storytelling. And uh, even listening to your guys, you know, the first episode on, like I was hooked into it. Like the storytelling uh, as a whole is is really good. You guys play the characters real well. Chris, your editing is choice with it, man. I mean, oh, thanks. Yeah. As it, as it goes too, it gets so much better. Like uh, the if you get to like, what is it like? four or five chris when you start really doing like the sound effects and the music yeah yeah like when i listened to that uh uh episode you guys had where you were fighting the uh, robots okay um, in the arena like you know you just like oh we shot him in the eye and he's sparking and then you could just hear that spark like in the background and stuff while you guys are rolling like i mean that kind of stuff really kept me uh engaged in the episode as a whole 
right? Like yeah. where the drum beats or when you guys are fighting the uh, the gorillas and stuff like that. Like just the, the added sound effects and all that really adds a layer to it. Yeah. I forgot how crazy that first arc was too. <laughs> yeah, now that I'm thinking back, I was like, oh man, we did all that stuff. That was nuts. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, so when we first started, I didn't have any plans to do that. But I, like I said, I listened to like Adventure Zone and I started listening to other ones. And I noticed that none of them really did do sound effects. And when I was re-listening to our own, I was like, I think this would be good with sound effects. So I decided, you know, not only would it set us apart, but um, I just really wanted to hear it myself. And I really leaned into that now. I've got a giant, like, <laughs> my hard drive for my podcast, my external, <laughs> is 600 gigabytes. Holy shit. And Holy shit. Yeah, it's, like, full. It's a it's it's two terabyte hard drive, but it's 600 gigabytes to file. That includes our raw audio and stuff. But there's a good chunk of that that is just Foley. Music, um, sound effects that I've saved and, and whatnot. Yeah, and I don't make Chris's life any easier, too. <laughs> now that I know he can put in sound effects, like I describe so many more sounds and shit for him to put in because oh, he doesn't. <laughs> My favorite thing he said so far in a podcast was, yeah, you hear like um, country disco playing in the background. I was like, oh, okay, yeah, let me fucking find country disco. I had to actually write, I had to get people to come and play music to get that because that's not a thing that just exists <laughs> for free. And for good reason. <laughs> Apparently, it only exists in the D and D realm. It does in our in our in our universe. Yeah, country disco is very popular. <sighs> Man, our our universe is all over the place, and I love it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's super awesome, man. I, I really enjoy. it. How long does it take you uh, between like when you record and when you publish? Two weeks. Two weeks. Yeah. Ooh, man, that's a nice like uh, window you got there to really get in detail with that stuff. Yeah, um, but we let's see. We we did so. We've we're at episode seventeen. I would say three days ago, I think I just finished editing episode 16. So and I was doing 15 and 16 at the same time. So it does sometimes take me like <laughs> almost the whole time or at least one week to edit and do all the sound effects and then into the next week to listen to it, write down the errors, go back, re-edit it and then re-listen to it. Well, that's definitely something uh, <laughs> we probably need to do is, is shelve a couple episodes in the old back burner because we have a nah. pretty tight turnaround yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Because we're like, not giving terry time off no fuck that <laughs> we, give, we give terry uh, uh the audio at one in the morning on saturday and we say uh here you go we're, we're done see you uh, next week <laughs> yep. you guys are like south park you gotta turn them out every week you don't yeah. have it there's no background it works. <laughs> yeah exactly it it does and uh i think terry's getting really good at the audacity so he's getting a lot quicker at it mm-hmm. but uh he really does be- the heavy lifting yeah terry is the podcast we're just here yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's the back that we just kind of cling on to <laughs> for the ride holy hey, shit yes you got to respect your editors <laughs> yeah oh definitely man. <laughs> like the only the only thing he doesn't do with us is like the actual podcast. I mean, like when we do all the streaming and stuff like that, he streamed with us more than Mia has uh, just because, you know, time zone differences and stuff like yeah. that. Uh, and the discord that we use for the podcast, which is also uh, Chris's personal one for his Twitch account. Um, we do shout outs for him whenever he's live on Twitch and stuff like that. So okay. we kind of have like a little ecosystem, right? So he's involved in everything, yeah. but and I've told him before, I'm like, just come on, man. Or even if there's like a funky piece of audio, just get on. Like at the beginning and say, hey, guys, this is Terry. Audio is kind of fucked up at 30 minutes. Couldn't really do nothing about it, right? But yeah. he's, a little, he's a little hesitant too. 
it's good to stay engaged with everybody that you have in your in your little network that you build and it's good to network with some other people with podcasts that are kind of related to yours uh kirk's got gotten us into a little network with some other dnd podcasts and it's really helped out a lot yeah it, it's it's been super helpful so we're like we're in a discord with uh like 11 other podcasters and we all kind of have like a a retweet network or like just an information sharing you know tips and stuff uh and it's been super helpful for getting our numbers up and getting the word out yeah that's uh i've been trying to look for that stuff like on the uh, social media and whatnot but it's real hit or miss with you know the genre for the, the gaming podcast right you either get the ones that have the little bit of followers or they have so many that you're obviously not gonna <laughs> right. get in contact with them you know so yeah, ign still will respond back to me yeah <laughs> we, keep, we keep trying we're trying to be on beyond yeah. <laughs> yeah so if you guys hear this uh call us back right <laughs> yeah same uh, same with like adventure zone if you're listening <laughs> oh yeah, gosh, that'd be the dream right there. Mm-hmm. There you go. Oh, coincidentally, they do listen, so <laughs> works out. Uh, but yeah, it's 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 just kind of real hit or miss. I mean, what what's kind of helping out is the is the Twitch stuff. I'm realizing we you know using a lot of the Twitch uh, hashtags, which is like Twitch or Twitch streamer or stuff like that. Like when we're streaming, seems to generate more of an audience. Uh, but what, what kind of makes it hard for us, I would say, to a degree, is you know we're we're video game focused. But realistically, we're like 90% bullshit, <laughs> 10% no. video game. The video games is there just for the category, right? Right. <laughs> it's the framing device. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, it's our theme, really. And then we just kind of go off the rails with whatever the hell comes up about right. said theme. It's like, ah, oh, cool. Let's talk about Star Wars, like the new Squadron game that came out. But then let's just talk about Star Wars. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Yeah. That was literally one of the episodes. Yeah. Like, that's episode eight. <laughs> well, you know, there's there's been a couple of times I was listening to uh, a few of your earlier shows and you guys would talk about like a game that was like a huge nostalgia trip for me. And I was like, ah, I want to talk to them about it. But that's the you know how podcasts are. You can't ever you yeah. want to say something. You can't. <laughs> it's <laughs> not right. a live show. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. 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 Uh, that that episode, the eight bits and nostalgia trips, that one seems to uh, resonate with the most people that I talk to, like that have listened to the podcast. They're like, man, I heard so much stuff in that episode that I just, I just liked, you know, <laughs> like I can relate. And I wanted to jump in the conversation and, and hearing that kind of like a, a connection with the audience is, is real helpful. You know, I think I actually hit Julian up and said, Hey, you're not crazy. There was absolutely a secret game menu on the back of that demo CD or on that demo CD. If you hit the button and they flip over, you typed in the code. And it would give you an extra thing. Yeah, exactly. Oh. I remember you telling me that. Oh, I knew it. I fucking knew it. <laughs> now you're going to encourage him to do more stuff. <laughs> Chris is going to go dig up all his old uh, Pizza Hut demo disc and try it out. <laughs> sure, you can find those things on eBay for a ridiculous price at this point. Oh, probably. I think I still have mine. Let's find out. <laughs> I, I had a big binder for. Uh, for my video games, like my PlayStation 1 era, just one of those big CD books. So I had just tons and tons of games in it. And then one day it just all disappeared. Like, I don't I know if somebody still have those. <laughs> you put all your eggs in one basket, yo. I did, man. It was like my version of the, you know, the Pokemon cards would go to school and everybody's got their binders full of their Pokemon cards. And I'm like, check out these CDs. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> Trying to trade Charizards for, you know, Twisted Metal and stuff. <laughs> I instantly got flashbacks to working at GameStop and somebody bringing in like that giant binder. And I just look at them and just going, fuck you. I have to make cases for all of these. (laughs) (laughs) 
just clipping them all in me. And you gave <laughs> him five it. cents for the whole 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 uh, binder, right? Oh, I love the old say that. Just, <laughs> just low bomb, so you don't have to make those cases. Nope. Yeah. <laughs> give you a Actually, what I would do is I would force him to wait. Uh, I like I tell him, I'm not going to tell you your value. I'm going to make all the cases first, then I will tell you. That's smart. Oh, you've already done the work. What if they say never mind? Then they got a bunch of fucking cases, and when they do ch- change their mind and trade them in, then they're going to do it. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's just I, I don't care. I, I, my, my whole goal was not even about the sale. It was just to make them wait, regardless. <laughs> you did this. Yep. How malicious. The, yeah. the, inner, the inner secrets of uh, GameStop, you know, make you wait for 45 minutes and they go, well, these 20 games are worth about uh, 350 So you want cash or store credit? Then <laughs> <laughs> so the response is always like, well, I spent $60 on this game. I'm like, yeah. And then, uh-huh. Just bought it and I'm returning it. You know, I just yeah, want to drive it, it off the lot, man. It loses twenty percent of its value. So, <laughs> well, if it's GameStop, it loses ninety five percent of its value. <laughs> That's true. You can get a three dollars cash or a five dollar game card. So take your pick. All right. <laughs> Be a pro member, you get five fifty. That's right. That's, that's, that's how they get you. That's how they get you. There has been a few times where I went and traded in a game. Where I was like, I'm not going to get shit for this, and I get way more than I thought I was going to get. And I'm like, hell yeah, I guess. Yeah. That's what we were like. Was that a collectible game? There was City of the Night really that big of a deal? No, Wait, surely not. You guys no. going to give me that much for that? I give give it back. Yeah, <laughs> like something's wrong here. <laughs> I've ever trading in some games and just thinking I'm going to get like a certain amount. Like if I trade this, I'm going to get 25 bucks. This is a pretty popular game. Then they go to give me 10 bucks, and then I get offended. I'm like, no, you can't have this. <laughs> How dare you try to steal my game? All my memories, though. I got this day one edition, okay? <laughs> this is gold. <laughs> what do you mean you're only gonna you, you won't take Tony Hawk Pro Skater? Well, I don't care if this is 2020. It has Goldfinger on it. <laughs> God, haven't you heard the soundtrack? People would chill for the soundtrack. <laughs> I mean, the, some of the worst games to try to trade in were like any kind of sports games that come out on a oh, yearly yeah. basis. Oh, son of a bitch, man. I'd have like Instantly Madden, worthless. Yeah. Madden 12. And then the day Madden 13 comes out, it's like, oh, we'll give you three I'd bucks for that. Yeah. <laughs> they don't, oh. it's, as far as I know, they won't even take them anymore. Because I, I tried to turn an MLB game in that was the year before, and they did not. They were like, no, we don't take sports games anymore. Sorry, we don't yeah. take garbage. They're super useless, yeah, year after year. No yeah. one's going to yeah. want it again. Yeah. <laughs> you can take your coaster somewhere else. <laughs> <laughs> Nowadays, they're the same game, you know, like yeah, when, recycled. when Madden 20 finishes and you buy Madden 21, it's essentially the same exact game because Madden 20 has been patched to match the roster, right? It's not like yeah. before if you go buy like a, a Madden 2004 and you had some overpowered fucking wide receiver that just no matter what is never going to get patched, right? <laughs> yeah. Like you, the teams were the teams. They didn't change as the season went on. Right. So there, there was more like a... I guess a value to that, right? I'm going to go get the old vintage Atlanta Falcons with Michael Vick and stuff. <laughs> right. Every year you buy a, a new Madden or NHL game, you're essentially just paying them to to wipe the slate clean so that way mm-hmm. you can start over from... Because by the time... I don't know if you play like the ones where you build up your team like like I do, but by the time the year's almost over, you've got like 99 on overall on everything. And so then you're like, man, this sucks. Everyone's got 99 overall. I've got no advantage. And then the next thing is beyond everything's wiped. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I hear you. Um, so with the sports games now, I really will buy them and I will choose really fast if I want to keep it or not, <laughs> yeah. like because of the trade in value. I bought, uh, you know, MLB, the show 
20, I think. And I probably played half the season within a couple of days and was like, you know, I'm not going to play this game that much. So I'm going to go trade in. And I, you know, trade it back in for like 50 bucks, right? <laughs> Lost 10 bucks on it, but I got to play it for a little bit. But, uh, you know, other games I'll hold on to a little bit more. Like I have some that, uh, in, in my previous episodes of the podcast, I've talked about never beating games, right? I have a, yeah. a backlog of games that Same. I'm just holding oh, on to. Into this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, it's in right now. And the reason why I'm not talking right now, I'm flipping through stuff and, it's the most depressing on the planet when you look through a Steam sale and everything on there has in library next to it. Like, shit. <laughs> yeah, I can relate. I think I have about like 450 games in my Steam library. I've played three of them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Everything's free in the store. Oh, it's because I already have it. <laughs> but sometimes like, I don't have little nightmares, though. And it's four dollars. I mean, might as well. It's only four bucks, right? Yeah, yeah that's a pretty good game, too. I just recently bought the Crisis remake and GTFO on sale, and I'm still playing Rocket League and Tarkov. <laughs> it's hard to stop playing Rocket League, though. I oh, mean, yeah, for sure. Yeah. The game is is uh, insanely addicting, man. <laughs> yeah. Especially with that Ghostbusters DLC. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I uh, uh, updated it the other day because I was talking to Chris about playing it, and I had hopped on, and I was a little rusty and stuff, so I was trying the Halloween modes. And they have that one right now where it's like the ball's essentially a homing missile. Mm-hmm. Like, you hit it, and I just spent hours playing that game. <laughs> so, they've done that one before, but they've just changed it a little bit now. It is so fun. And I realized how shitty I am at flying those cars. <laughs> like, here comes the ball, and I just fucking miss it completely. <laughs> yeah, it's rough. It's hard to get used to. Yeah, yeah. I love it, man. Uh, yeah, I've also been playing like that uh, Warzone and stuff lately, the the Haunting of Verdance stuff. Dude, you got to hit me up. How come you haven't hit me up to play that yet? Every time I hit you up, you're doing something else, man. <laughs> or your wife is streaming, so I know you're going to worried about the bandwidth. <laughs> I mean, I just won't stream while she's – I just wouldn't stream while she's streaming, but I totally play, man, because, uh, yeah, it's a good time. I got that on PC, got it on the PS4, I think. I probably deleted it from PS4 because I ran out of room, so, <laughs> yeah. Games I probably have an extra 200 gigs. Yeah, oh, yeah. PlayStation just for <laughs> Call of Duty. <laughs> I, uh, you know, got rid of my computer not too long ago because I wasn't really using it that much. And then right, I got rid of that probably a month before I started this podcast. And now I've been playing nothing but computer games. And so I was yeah. looking at parts today and I'm like, fuck, I got to build another computer, man. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my, no. my PlayStation uh, just became a dust collector. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Mine plays YouTube and Hulu. <laughs> yeah, mine's just a media machine. I, I haven't touched shit on my PS4 in a long time. I play the Switch a lot still, but yeah, I don't touch the PS4. You should yep. see the amount of hours that uh, Kyle's logged on his Switch on YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> I have like, like 900 hours of Jesus. YouTube. <laughs> so I, I use it all the time. Like, I love my Switch. Like, I play games on it and stuff too, yeah. but like... It's just, it's so easy. Like, oh, cool. I can just pop up this little screen, do some other stuff. Well, I got YouTube going on. I'll, po- I'll pop it into the dock and chill on the couch for a little while and watch YouTube. <laughs> uh, most, I watch a lot of YouTube. I, I just, I follow a lot of stuff on there. So I got my, I got my shows, you know, everyone's got their shows and mine just oh, happened yeah. to be on YouTube and happen to watch them on my switch for 900 hours. So yeah. <laughs> 95% of my, uh, the stuff that I watch is on YouTube, right? <laughs> yeah. yeah. I don't even think my Switch has been powered on for 900 hours. <laughs> well, I'll Probably tell you, it lasts way that less. long. <laughs> <laughs> numbers up, those are rookie numbers. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, 
I play, I play my Switch periodically, man. It's become like a fitness machine. Uh, we mm-hmm. have like that Ring Fit adventure. And so yeah. me and my wife will uh, have sessions where we'll, you know, we'll play that for a couple hours. And every once in a while, I'll play some nostalgic game like uh, Final Fantasy IX or something or, or you know, a Mario or Zelda come out and I'll play that for a little bit. For the most part, my Switch just kind of sits there, man. Yeah. I bought that Ring Fit because Kirk recommended <laughs> it. And it does kick your ass. But yeah, I like I, it. Uh, mm-hmm. I, I really have been slacking on it. I started a new job and then I also been doing like classes again. And then with the podcast, I'm pretty strapped for time these days. <laughs> yeah, I 100% feel that. I do a lot of studying, <laughs> like just off off the clock and stuff. And then trying yeah. to fit in like a podcast and, or games or something. It's like, oh, I need more time. Fridays used to be like, because I, I used to work 410s and Fridays were, were my wake up, uh, do all of the editing in just one day and then I wouldn't have to worry about it for the rest of the week. I could do whatever else. But now I work a regular Monday through Friday, uh, 7.30 to 4.30 p.m. I get home at 4.30 p.m. I'm like, okay, I'll stay up and I'll, I'll maybe I'll edit some tonight. I'm still asleep by the same time I was when I worked at my last job, <laughs> which was early. Oh, yeah, I hear you, man. It's it's hard to to find time you know, outside of this. I, I mean, I work 40 hours, but it's like nine-hour days and then I get a half-day yeah. Friday. But half the time on that half day Friday, uh, I'm usually busy that second half of the day. Right? Yeah. <laughs> I got like a appointments for the car or I got to go do something, I go shopping or, or some shit. And so by the time I finally sit down and like can take a breath, it's like, Oh, I got to get ready for the podcast. <laughs> yeah. And so like with us, you know, we record at you know, 11 o'clock Fridays. And so I got to like get up kind of keeping myself awake. Cause you know, come eight o'clock, man, I start kind of dozing a little bit. Right. Uh, but I guess I get in the notes together, start getting with these guys. And sometimes with these guys, uh, you know, Chris is streaming, Kyle's off doing his own thing, Mia's asleep. Uh, and so it's kind of yeah. like herding, herding cats to <laughs> right. get them no, all scheduling together. is for sure the worst part, especially for like one shots. Like if you're doing like a one shot. What's that? Yeah, scheduling. I fucking yeah. hate it, dude. That's my least favorite part. It's hard enough for with our regular crew, but then with one shots, oh my God, it's like pulling teeth. But. <laughs> It, it it is for sure like the the podcast is like a, a second job for Kirk and I especially we we ho- we uh do most of the stuff for the podcast everybody shows up to record and then Kirk's writing and doing all the social media and now starting to learn editing and yeah. uh, you know I'm editing and uh which takes a lot yeah, of time hey, we have a resident stuff. artist now though so oh, yeah yeah we have an art yeah and so then we have also got a person that is doing all the art and um which is Kaylee right yeah, my wife. Yeah, Kirk's wife. <laughs> I got her in the show, and she's doing her art. <laughs> um, I am. <laughs> and then, so she's doing that, and then Austin is doing a uh, like a a journal for his character. He plays a character named Cal, who is like a a cat person, um, like he's like an investigator. This is backstory. So he he keeps like a journal, and uh, he's been typing that out to put to put like ex- for extra content to put on like social media, put on our website, that kind of thing. Oof, I, I love gotta, that idea. I gotta do something with our website. <laughs> we, we're always trying to think of what what more can we do to give people more content. You know what I mean? So like the art is one thing that we we printed on some shirts, um, which was way too expensive, and we didn't sell them because we wanted them. Um, <laughs> So we, 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 we printed some of the art on, on a couple of the shirts, uh, uh, but we have an artist that's we're constantly posting whatever she draws um, for everybody. We've got that journal, that's stuff. We've got the website for people to look at. Um, we're try, we try to do little like funny clips here and there for our social media. I'll, I'll cut like bloopers and I'm going to start trying to do trailers on my free time. So we're, we're always trying to think of something new to uh, 
give people something to view. I mean, but with him doing like the journal and and you guys having all the artwork and stuff like that, it really keeps your audience like immersed in your guys' world, right? Especially the journal, right? Yeah. Especially uh, if it was, I don't, I don't know how frequently he does it, right? But if it's like a weekly thing, like it really keeps people thinking about it and interested well, in seeing it from his perspective, right? Yeah, it's cool too because he, he's got this like secretive background. So he puts in like all these ciphers and, and puzzles for people to solve in his journals too. So there's like That's secret awesome. messages. Yeah, in each page. Um. Yeah, he's. I don't a, think um, anyone's cracked yet. I don't think. I haven't gotten any messages saying someone's cracked the code. In someone like random on on yeah. Twitter. I know we have, but I mean yeah. outside of us. Yeah, he's a yeah. It's it's cool. It, it's a it was a tough one though. It, it wasn't super obvious whenever he posted it. I was like trying to figure it out. It took a while. That's a good. Uh, that's a good thing though. I mean, uh, like I said, it really keeps your audience captivated. I would have never thought about doing something like that. So it's that kind of stuff that makes you guys stand out, right? <laughs> yeah. Well, I think. I mean, I don't. I, I don't want to speak for everybody else, but I, I know for me that like it's a lot of work, but I love it. Like I love. Um, I loved creating the character. I loved, uh, you know, kind of becoming the character when I'm when I'm there, uh, trying to really feel his emotions whenever I'm in in whatever situation. Um, we just did on the last episode, we had a scene that was kind of like a heartfelt moment. And if you've listened to the podcast at all, you would know that my character is always the one cracking jokes. And so it was really a different thing for me to try to be heartfelt and like emotional in a serious way. And so but uh, what I what I try to do is just put myself in, in that in his situation and feel his backstory. And so it's I, I love doing the whole thing from a uh, acting it out to finishing the editing i love doing it all do you guys kind of have an idea of like what's coming up for that episode or are you just all taking it as it goes i mean obviously i know kirk does but yeah yeah like, they don't they don't know shit i don't try to let them know sometimes i'll let them know like i'll tell chris in advance like hey there might be this so start looking up music for this but outside of that he doesn't get to know no, no one really gets to know anything yeah That's awesome. uh, yeah, my goal is to, uh, I want to make them all cry at one point from how good the story <laughs> is. That's my goal. It hasn't happened yet. I myself have gotten close, like gotten really like into the moment and gotten, yeah. you know, attached to the characters and stuff. But I can't say that I've gotten close to crying in. Um, I, I did start feeling a little bit emotional in this last one. We were on the campfire, but I didn't get close to crying in podcasts. But however, when I edited it, something big happened in the second season where the editing with the with like the sad music and everything, I did like feel teary eyed a little bit. Good. Wow. That's awesome. <laughs> sure. And I don't want to give anything away, but <laughs> it's there. You should know. So are these uh are these homebrew campaigns that you guys are they're running just to Yeah, everything's homebrew. Nice. I, I like to call it like D D light. I I mean I don't give a shit about the rules for the most part. We we do like the basic framework of D D. Um <laughs> There's just too much shit. It's so easy anyway. It, and it you know, is. Like, yeah. It lets you be flexible like that, which is great. Right. And like I have the player's handbook and the and the dungeon master's handbook and that's it. Just so I could get like a, a grip on, you know, the basic roles and stuff. But we, you know, it's the rule of cool for the most part. If it, if it sounds yeah. awesome, like we're it's going to happen. So nice. Plus, it lets us be a little bit more creative. Sometimes it's like I think I run the, like Kirk has a rule that we kind of understand now that. I kind of do whenever I'm running a, a one shot too. If it's cool, we'll let it fly. Like if it's something <laughs> that's cool for the story, like we'll let it fly. So I, I right, Kirk, that's something yeah. that you've said yeah. before. The, the rule of cool. 
Oh, is that what that actually means? Yeah, that's that. Oh, okay, that's the rule never mind. Cool. <laughs> I thought you were cool just saying. The rule of all. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like that's a, that's the motto of our podcast too, right? If it sounds cool, we're talking about it, then fuck it. <laughs> it's it the best makes, way to go because then people like will talk about something that they're actually invested in. You know, it's oh, yeah. so non-restricting too. You know, yes. yeah, lets oh, yeah. you really explore whatever it is that you're going into. Yeah, they just did some crazy shit where like uh, one of the characters took this made up drug that I just pulled off the internet called Shatter and like split himself into seven versions of himself. And then they did this dance competition. It was just <laughs> some crazy stuff. Yeah, uh, that was, it was hard to figure out how he should be rolling at that point. Yeah, well, we, I guess the way we worked it is that he had to like, cut all of his stats in sevenths or sixth. 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 Yeah. Um, and each character was like a sixth as strong as one of him but yeah it got it got crazy it but. sounds more complicated than the actual recording is if you were listening to it i cut out all that where we were trying to figure it out so it's just like he's in seven now now make a roll and then he'll say the number and that's pretty much it so you don't have to deal with the rest like trying to f- hear us figure it out the 30 minutes in between that yeah. <laughs> yeah. sometimes yeah. it is man sometimes it is it's it's it sucks but that's why ma- editing is magic for our show God. That editing that episode, it, so that episode was all it was Nuts. just fucking intense. So everyone was on <laughs> drugs, and I'm editing it. It's got it's got music playing constantly. People are like, we're all acting like we're high, and but and all of the drugs are uppers. So we're all like, yeah, 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 let's do this, let's do this, this shit. And like, there's seven of Cal, so I'm editing seven voices in in over <laughs> his own. So uh, it was it was fun. I, Jess was listening to me edit that, and she was like, "This is giving me anxiety." <laughs> <laughs> me too i love it oh man that sounds like a freaking awesome episode which what episode number is that 15 15 15 yeah, oh so it's just pretty recent then yeah 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 it's it's a it's a newer one um it's in a cl- uh, a club we go to a club <laughs> yeah basically a fantasy club <laughs> i'm in uh, uh episode six right now halfway through it okay uh, yeah it takes me it takes me a little bit to get through this stuff because uh, i got to deal with our oh, yeah our, those first ones are long too they we, are yeah we, we're getting better about keeping them closer like an hour and a half or less but a lot of those first ones can be like two hours two plus so yeah. it, it's, it's a really more... difficult to judge yeah it, it's hard to know how much like you write versus like how long it'll take players to get through that and then where do you write in like a halfway ending you know so chris can cut it into two episodes or yep, where yep. it just ends naturally because I like I like to leave it on a cliffhanger if I can, yeah. Um, but it just all depends on what happens. It, getting the endings right is like I mean, especially for us, I imagine it's kind of way harder than ours. But even for ours, like getting the ending right is so hard because we just start rambling and then all of a sudden we all just kind of stop periodically and then we go, "Well, that about wraps things up." And so it's <laughs> <laughs> yeah. as soon as we have nothing else to say about Adam Sandler, the podcast is usually yeah. done. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Once you be Halloween is is played out, we're like okay, <laughs> okay. You know what? Since we're since that that word was brought up, is that actually any good? Because no, okay, no, 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 okay. god damn it, no. Okay, it is well, worth I don't want to watch it, but people it's... people keep talking about it. So wait, wait, wait. I I missed it. What is it? Hubie Halloween. Yeah, as the resident oh. fan of Hubie Halloween here, um, I would say it is worth a watch. Just one, at least. Like 
if you're in the Halloween mood, because it is very much a Halloween movie, but it's like kind of like a mix and mash of Adam Sandler's like previous kind of movies, like because the characters seem familiar, like eh, this doesn't seem anything new or anything. Oh, so but, you mean just any regular Adam Sandler movie? Yeah. Because they're like, all the same. Yeah. From like the late 90s, early 2000s. Yeah. Like it's yeah. it's got I, that see, vibe. That's where I interject and go like just be like, no, because at least I think older Adam Sandler films, like I think he gave way more of a shit. And this to me is like older. I don't really give a rat's ass anymore. Adam Sandler trying to do his earlier work, but it still boils down to he's not caring. <laughs> I still like I still like I I am such the outlier for this group here too. Where like I I loved early Adam Sandler. I love Billy Madison. I, every goddamn episode lately we talk about Billy Madison. And then like oh, size back in the day. Like no, it's this is so much worse. Mm-hmm. It's not bad. It's just fun. That's all. Yeah. And I'm, I'll leave it at that. It's like yeah. if you're curious, okay. go for okay. it. We have the Hubie trilogy of our last three episodes. <laughs> like <laughs> they. Uh, Chris, Chris and Kyle started talking about it initially, uh, and then it got brought up the next week because I watched it, and then we brought it up the next week because Mia was supposed to watch it, but then we ended up on some sidetracked, you know, <laughs> big gamut. So pretty much all of October has been Hubie October. <laughs> I hope there's like a Tyler Thanksgiving or something like that, and he oh, just so keeps Tyler Perry movie right? <laughs> okay. every year. I meant more Adam Sandler holiday yeah. movies, but you know what? I'll, yeah, Tyler Perry, let's do it. Okay. <laughs> there's enough of those. Yeah. You know, watch the Nutty Professor. A fart right? joke for every day. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> there we go, man. What is that? Uh, I, I fall kind of in the middle of, of these two. Like, I understand Chris's hatred for it because a lot of the time I was watching it, I was like, I what the fuck am I watching, really? You know what I mean? But then I understand Kyle's part where once I started, you know, easing off of it a little bit, I'm like, it's 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 just stupid funny, right? Yeah, that's all it is. Yeah. It's, it's got to it, let yourself like it. That's all. Yeah. But it's it's real it's real hit or miss. I fall yeah. right in the middle. I kind of loved mm-hmm. it and I kind of hated it. Would I watch it again? Probably. Twenty twenty one is going to be <laughs> the year of the cubes again in October. <laughs> I have an unpopular opinion about Adam Sandler. I like I'm okay. I like his old. I like Adam Sandler's old movies, but I didn't like most of his new stuff. And then everyone went crazy about Uncut Gems. I watched it. I hated it. I thought it was so bad. Oh wow! Okay, I, yeah. I am with you. I <laughs> okay. did not like that movie at all. <laughs> it was just me watching a guy ramble about the same shit for an hour and a half or whatever, and then it was over. Yep. There was no. I felt like there was no resolution. Yep. Even the cliffhanger or the the uh, climax of the movie, I was like, I know I was supposed to be invested and give a shit, but I would, I didn't at this point. I was like, I really hope this is the end. I was done with it when it was done. Yes, me too. I was done with it 20 minutes before it was done. <laughs> <laughs> I could have easily packed it away at that point. <laughs> Has everybody in here seen it? No, I have not seen. Not it okay, yet. I'm glad it's been I on my to do list for so long. Yeah, well, you guys should watch it because I, I'm kind of curious to know what you guys think. Uh, but yeah, I, I I'm glad I didn't give anything away. But yeah, at the at the end there, Julian, when when the the thing happened, <laughs> I was like, I was like, okay, finally something happened, and then the other thing happened. And I was like, fuck this movie, like this movie sucks. Yeah. <laughs> I was just like, well, that was a waste of time. <laughs> but I've talked to people that like absolutely loved yeah, it. And I got that, the climax of that movie. And they're like, it was so fucking intense. I was just hooked in. And I'm like, I don't know if we're watching the same movie. man. <laughs> that's how I felt because uh, everybody, it seemed like everybody I talked to was like, have you watched Uncut Gems yet? 
And I'm like, no. And they're like, you you need to. Adam Sandler made a comeback. When I watched, I was like, Adam Sandler is not making any comebacks as far as I can tell. <laughs> he did make a comeback. It was uh, Hubie Halloween. <laughs> there we go. Full circle. <laughs> this is what we, we do. He's trying to mute my mic right now. I was like, I'm going to mute it right now. <laughs> He he did. I mean, he did kind of make a comeback with the that murder mystery movie, the Jennifer Aniston one on Netflix. That was a that was a decent. Which one's movie. that one? You haven't seen that one? Exactly. Uh uh-uh. uh <laughs> <laughs> He he goes. He's married to Jennifer Aniston, and they go like on a, a honeymoon years later after they got married because they never went on their honeymoon, and, oh. and they end up in this like murder mystery situation. Uh, oh, it's no, like a, an Adam Sandler version of Who Done It, right? <laughs> I thought I I thought I knew what you were talking about, but then I was like, then I realized I was like, that was a different one where he went on a honeymoon with Jennifer Aniston. <laughs> I think he's done that two or three times. One of those movies with Drew Barrymore. <laughs> no, I think yeah, yeah, yeah Drew Barrymore. He sings on a plane yeah. or whatever. Um, he did another. The one I was thinking of was one where he was a dentist and he went on that like tropical uh, vacation oh, with. Yeah, yeah. Uh, shit. Get over it or deal with it or something like that. Yeah, I don't know. That, that's, 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 is that Jennifer Aniston in there? <laughs> I, I don't. I, I don't even remember. Yeah. <laughs> I think it is. I I swear, as we go along with this podcast, it becomes more and more of a fucking Sandler cast. It's just, <laughs> yeah. yeah. You guys gonna have to rename out. <laughs> Let's all Sandler out. <laughs> <laughs> Let's all geek out on Adam Sandler. <laughs> Oh, well, I had a good run. Yeah. <laughs> well, at least if we if we did that right, we might focus on video games because we focus on everything but video games with the current name. <laughs> Does Adam Sandler have a video game? Does I was I just thinking that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it looks like uh, if you I don't know if you guys have the um, Discord open, but Kirk oh, uploaded yeah. some of the art that our resident artist has done for our our, our show. Oh, man. oh wow, that's really cool. Yeah, just some of the stuff as, that I could find immediately off my phone. But yeah, that's some of the stuff they do. It's pretty. It's, she's pretty good, and she's doing like gifts and that's stuff now really too. Those are great. Yeah, I know that you guys don't do a video version of this. So for the listener, uh, the first one is like a stained glass, like you'd see in like a I don't know, like, like a Kingdom church Hearts or something. <laughs> or Kingdom Hearts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like go, a stained yeah. glass window, and it's got it's got um, all three of our characters, uh, Dell, Cal, and Mora, in there, um, and a few things that would like. If you listened, you would understand why they're in there. There's an animal cookie and a pipe and a ship and a, a revolver. So those What's are all. The POD. Who likes POD? <laughs> okay, so POD. It's so like a POD stands for uh, Planetary Orbital Defense and that, oh, okay. or Planetary Organized Defense. And yeah. I get those mixed up. I always but, thought uh, it was payable on death. <laughs> <laughs> Do you feel so alive for yeah. the very first time? <laughs> oh, man. Fuck POD. <laughs> so I, I swear to God, I'm not really this pessimistic in real life. <laughs> um, so I, I mean, I'll take for the people that are listening to this, I will take these photos and I will give them to, uh, I guess myself because I do most of the social media. <laughs> I, will post them. I will post them with the uh, on the Instagram and the Facebook and stuff whenever we post this episode. So I think I have a few more good ones that I'll post in there. Yeah, whatever you yeah, want to that- post, Chris. I just pulled those from recent okay. stuff. The, the one on the bottom there with all of us standing and Kirk standing above us with the dice, that's the very first uh, piece of art that Kaylee ever put together for us. And that's the one that's, I put on a shirt. Man, that is awesome. It's all of us from Sandra, Sandra Mora, myself and Cal in that order standing with 
a, a cool background and Kirk above us with two dice in each hand floating above that are also <laughs> on fire. Man, your your wife is uh, really good at drawing, man. Yeah, she's uh, she just does everything on the iPad through like Procreate, I think, is the app, and yeah, she's That's really been cool. knocking out of the park. Yeah, just like looking at that stained glass one, um, like a little bit. I really like one. that one. Yeah, it's yeah, like here, I'll give you guys some more stuff. We're about because we like to like change our Twitter uh, icon and banner through the seasons. So I'm gonna share you guys a little sneak peek of our winter stuff that's about to come out. Oh, we won't post it on our. No, no, no. <laughs> but you guys can see a little sneak peek. <laughs> oh, that's cool. Uh, I like that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So like the banner has kind of got that Calvin and Hobbes like Christmassy kind of vibe, and then you know, yeah, yeah. The other stuff. That's pretty rad. Yeah. We also have a uh, resident uh, artist. Mia Mia did our uh, logo as well as just, you know, stuff here and there that we kind of want for the podcast. Uh, She has a very creative spirit, but it just takes some time sometimes. (laughs) I saw that one. Uh, You you just recently posted that, I think, right? We just changed it over from the uh, generic anchor graphic that we had. (laughs) Okay. I did get some oh. feedback on our logo, and they're like, you know, if you're just talking about games, you probably should take the PlayStation buttons off the front. And I'm like, why? They're like, it's a little biased. I'm like, how? I'm like, all these games are <laughs> multiple platforms. Like, we just happen to put those on there, you know? <laughs> People always nitpicking. I'm, gonna, I'm, I'm putting a few, uh, not all of them, because there's way too many, but I'm putting a few pieces of art that she's done that are my favorites up there on that on that. In the, in the channel Sorry, we yeah, get very Discord. excited for art because the like the D podcasting world and art go very well together because you know people want their characters drawn and their worlds Absolutely, and stuff yeah. so yeah they Definitely. love they love doing that so we get very excited about art <laughs> yeah, these are really fun i like these a lot yeah the, yeah the, the one where uh Del, it's Dell's hand fall and he's falling into a pit and she's throwing fire out this is exactly so we there was an episode where we had visions and this was like a vision that Kirk uh, described and I asked her if she could draw this and she hadn't heard the vision so I verbally explained like this to her like how as I was picturing it and I did a terrible job at it but she nailed it like this is exactly what I pictured <laughs> well I mean luckily I live with her so I could explain oh, exactly what's happening <laughs> just let me just let me imagine that she was just that she just got it from my terrible explanation <laughs> she is very talented but yeah she asked me a few questions <laughs> we'll touch base like offline about this sometime, but it'd be cool to get her to do some, uh, you know, art for us on the side or something like that, obviously. Uh, because I mean, that's some clean stuff, you know what I mean? It'd be nice to have a couple different yeah. things we could post up for the holidays. <laughs> yeah, She's really sad. good at it. Yeah, it's really cool. Like looking at them and stuff. Cause I mean, I, so I, I'll, I'll admit, I haven't had a chance to listen to your guys' like podcast yet. Just to like oh, kind of listen man, to you guys like, sure. talk about it and stuff, but like the, the images and stuff like makes already makes the world seem so rich and like filled with stuff, which is really cool. Um, so I'm like, I mean, I was going to, I was going to like find some time to listen anyways yeah. after like talking to you guys, but now I'm like, Oh man, I, re- now I really want to listen to this to kind of hear more about this world and you guys' experiences in it and stuff. Yeah. yeah um, Cause then the art is here. doing its purpose. Cause that's what that's yeah. I'm for. <laughs> she does a really good job at, at bringing the world, like giving it a visual and bringing it to life. Like I'm, mm. I'm super impressed. And as you go through, you, you will start to like, if you were to keep these somewhere where you could see them, you would look at them and be like, Oh yeah, I know where that fits now. Most of these pertain to something that happened in an episode. Mm. Yeah, that's, that's really, really cool. cool. Yeah, I'm digging that a lot. Yeah, I really love how like D and D campaigns can just be so like personal 
and everything like they're they're really they're really like just their own you know micro universe and stuff like it may not be like a physical reality but it really takes place and it really does exist in your minds but it's just so like unique to, for the people playing it and that's yeah, yeah and, and this, these images really like shed some insight into that world which i think is just yeah it's, it's awesome this is really good this is really good stuff and the more that like you get into it and like play your character and develop the backstory like the more mm-hmm. attached you become to that story and it's like i don't know if you've ever like watched something all the way from like a like a, a sitcom or a tv show all the way from like the beginning to the end and at the very end episode they always do like a cut and then showing everybody on their last like that's a rap part and everyone's really emotional mm-hmm. it's because like those people like have acted that character for so long and like gotten to know the people that they're acting with that they've built that relationship and it might not be on the same level, but I think that all of us who are acting together and like listening to Kirk, I think us as a group have built more of a like close relationship just because we're doing this and like putting ourselves out there in this like world and trying to make it as real as possible to the listener and to us so that we can feel it better when we're acting it. And so it does get, it does make you feel emotions. It's, it's, it's really cool. I, I like it. It is very comedy forward, but I do try to like bring some stuff yeah. into it. Yeah. I mean, everything you said about like investing time into your characters and like playing those characters for, for so long, like it resonates. I had a, I was, I was in a D and D group where we do it every, every other Saturday in between Warhammer Saturdays mm-hmm. and stuff like that <laughs> uh, for, for a little more than a year. But then when COVID stuff happened, we kind of just, it, it ended we can't, we got to a really good cutoff point right before everything started happening, but then it's like we haven't been able to restart since then. Right. Um, just yeah, because through all that and everything, but but like I genuinely miss my character. Um, I I was also from the get go, I was doing a journal too, which like every time I I do head over there to like play Warhammer and stuff, I'll like I'll bust out like a journal note or something of some ridiculous thing that happened, <laughs> and, and so yeah, kind of touching back on that and stuff. Like the journal thing is such a great idea because it like it lets you kind of like even if you don't share them with people, let's you kind of like relive those moments a little bit. Like, Oh, that was really right. fun. Or that was, that was terrible. That was sad. And, right. Uh, but yeah, Ooh. no, I, uh, I just got a good it. idea for the show. Chris, <laughs> I just got inspired. What if you guys do like those little, like not video, but you remember from like avatar, the Jake guy, he would like do the little recording every day. What oh, if like you guys the, yeah. all started journal? doing? Yeah. Do like, what if you did something oh, yeah. like, 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 or at least when you're on the ship, you know? Okay. Yeah, I could probably do that. Maybe we'll do something. Shit, I'm gonna, like that. I'm gonna have to fucking go back and and remember everything that's happened. It's it feels like <laughs> well, it feels we can like start a, it like now. It doesn't have to okay. be something. But I, I was gonna say it feels like a fucking million years ago that we were on Lone Star. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, we've been doing this for what like f- f- since May or April. We started doing this. Yeah, right before the shutdown, and then all the way through the shutdown till now. <clears throat> oh, so maybe February. We were yeah. recording. Okay, oh, damn. Wow. So at it for a little bit. And also, like, I I know that it's there's still like a shutdown and everything. But if you guys were going to try to get back into playing, um, we found a pretty good way to do it virtually, where all like the tools that you need are online and it's all Fantasy free. Grounds or no, we use a uh, D and D Beyond. Oh okay. right, I have. Yeah. So I I haven't used that. Is that like is that like the official? tool from wizards yeah, or? yeah i think it's like the wizards like sponsored one oh, okay like all the it's, permission it's super gotcha. good 
but even we, the free version yeah we do really everything cool. theater theater of mind like we don't i don't make maps and stuff so it's very I do. free form <laughs> <laughs> i have so, a mini, oh, i have a mini a custom mini for my 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 dwarf monk <laughs> bosco i keep him on my desk <laughs> i can send you a list of all the links that i use when i write one shots because i do make maps and i share my screen to all the people who are playing in my one shot because I'm not as good as as Kirk at describing in detail the things that are there. So I'd rather just be like, look at this fucking map and th- then choose where you want to go. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's great. I, I mean, looking at all the detail and everything you guys uh, put in this, uh, you know, I look forward to us doing that crossover episode like on yeah. you guys do that one shot. Right. Like I've only ever played that one time. I had a blast with it. Uh, I mean, Kyle obviously said he did a campaign. I don't know what Chris's uh, experience is, you know. Uh, and then I think Terry, either Terry or Mia, we're not 100% which one are going to make it yet. But um, I know Terry Terry also plays pretty regularly too. So it'll be fun to dive into your guys' world and, and get really immersed in that kind of stuff. Yeah, or we're, we got to probably decide who's going to write the one shot. Um, you Man, it's too bad we already did uh, Austin's because that probably would have been a perfect opportunity. But um, uh, I mean, he's going to do it again. Maybe we can work him into that. Yeah, I think they have a party of four, though. Oh, okay. Or three? Uh, three for sure, right? The fourth Possibly one Possibly is... four? Yeah, yeah. Probably like a floating fourth. Okay. Yeah. So we probably need to write something specifically for, like, okay. just all of them to be in a party. Yeah, easy peasy. We can we can do yeah. that. Yeah, maybe 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 Kirk and I will work together on a on a super dope one, and we'll do, like, a, a, a co-campaign with, with oh, you guys. Co-DMing. A co-DMing campaign. Ooh, one, one shot so a campaign awesome. where you're not running any more campaigns. Oh, sorry, I cannot campaign. I had one shot. <laughs> These are one I shots. Had, I had a one shot that turned into a campaign. Yeah, it's turning into a goddamn campaign now. <laughs> Which we is fine. It's fun. <laughs> but yeah, the one show is uh, like enough to manage. Yeah, it's tough. It's really tough to do. We can always, uh, we can always come into your guys' like your, your main campaign would just be like a Guardians <laughs> of the Galaxy type thing, just floating. Oh, hey guys. <laughs> Just float by, like yeah. Oh, I, I definitely want to do it in world. I'm just I'm gonna have to fi- like coordinate and figure yeah. out like where and when you know in the timeline we can throw you in. So speaking of like that, like doing a, a one shot in world in when, when I listened through all of the first um, arc of Adventure Zone, they had a special episode where they went and hosted someone else on their network show, and then that group came and hosted uh, a one shot D and D episode mm-hmm. on their podcast on Adventure Zone. Mm-hmm. And it was pretty good. But then way, way, way at the end of their arc, there was like this big event that that happened and it affected everybody in the whole world. And they were like naming all of the people who were like coming to battle this big giant dude. And they listed all the people from that campaign that like they were in world like coming to to help. And I was like, oh, yeah, that fucking throwback. What that was sweet. Like, I like that. I don't know. There's something about when uh, connections are made in my brain that I like a lot. <laughs> like when I could be like, oh, yeah, that 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 pertains to that. <laughs> I too like when I make connections. <laughs> I also have opinions on this. <laughs> I also like that. <laughs> Same. <laughs> so, uh, I mean, just to, just to wrap things up, I appreciate you guys coming on and everything and uh, everybody listening, go ahead and, and check out their podcast. We suck at D and D. It's really great stuff. Uh, we, like I said, we appreciate you guys coming on. It was a good conversation, and uh, you guys need to come back on soon. Maybe we'll have like a, yeah. a little bit more of a, a free form 
full out episode. You know what I mean? Yeah, for yeah, sure. sure. Thanks for having oh, us. Ditto. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Thanks we'll, for having us on. <laughs> and we'll get, we'll get you over there on ours, uh, to do a, a special episode as soon as possible. Yeah, just let us know whenever, man. It's no no rush. We were obviously tied up with ours too, so yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I definitely think it'll probably happen after the holiday season. Like, let's let yeah. everything blow through, and then we'll probably get something scheduled up because we got a bunch of other stuff coming up right now. Yeah, yeah. Kirk signed himself up for a chaos like a thirty. What is it like a Christmas like every week or something? Yeah, Ooh. like uh, from uh, starting in Christmas all the way to or like the first of December to the end. There's going to be 11 episodes with other creators on the on Twitter. So we're coordinating and doing all that stuff. Yeah. But yes, thank you guys for having us on. We appreciate being here. Yeah. Like I said, man, just you guys feel free to come on anytime. You know what I mean? We're always here talking about Adam Sandler. So yeah. <laughs> for, no. for sure. Oh, yeah. and I'm going to shamelessly plug. If you want to find us, the best spot is we uh, Twitter. And we're at We Suck Pod because that's where all the, the business happens. Well, that about wraps things up for this week's episode. Join us next week when we talk Animal Crossing and streaming with Twitch streamer Joyful Jupiter. If you like what you hear, share this podcast with your friends and come hang out with us on social media. Links are in the show notes below. We're your hosts, Chris, Kyle, Mia, and Julian. As always, stay safe, stay sane, and geek out. <laughs>